Hey, Smarty Pants, I've told you about my friends at Koala Moon and their awesome podcast that helps you fall asleep with bedtime stories. Well, guess what? They also have a daytime adventure show I know you're going to love. It's called Koala Shine, and it's hosted by my friend Kelly. Listen along as she enchants you with expertly crafted stories designed to excite, engage, and encourage you to think about life in an imaginative and mindful way. Starring fun characters like Coco the Koala, Hector and Sonny, the Frazzled Flamingo, and more, Koala Shine is a thrill with new episodes landing every Saturday morning. Since its launch, Koala Shine has been a huge hit. Its mix of entertainment and fun facts has hit a chord with kids and parents alike. Join my friends at Koala Shine now by searching Koala Shine wherever you listen to podcasts and start with the ancient Egyptian pyramid puzzle. It is a wild ride. Search Koala Shine now, hit follow, and let the adventures begin. Hey, Smarty Pants, can you name something that's squiggly and wiggly? Slimy and grimy, small and crawly, gross and dirty, and extremely prolific. Hmm. And by prolific, I mean highly productive. Sounds like a pretty interesting creature, don't you think? Want a hint what it is? It can also be put on the end of a hook to help catch a fish. Did you say a worm? Yep. That's right. Hooray! Yay! Whoopee! In an area about the size of a Little League baseball field, there could be more than a million earthworms under the ground. Yeah, we do our best work in gardens, though. Oh, hey, are you in charge of this worm army? That's right. It might look like we're just wiggling around doing nothing. But worms are usually busy breaking down organic matter, like leaves and grass. And we love compost. Mmm... Apple cores, banana peels, carrot shavings. Mm, 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 mm. Worms munch on these natural materials and leave behind castings, or worm poop, that are highly valuable as fertilizer. That's right. We bring down the soil from the top and mix it with the soil below, making sure all the soil gets plenty of air and water which helps your plants grow. We can eat as much as our entire body weight every day. (gasps) Nom, 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 nom. nom. Yum. Earthworms prefer to stay in the dirt, where they have plenty of oxygen, moisture, and food. It's tough to tell which end is which, but worms do have an interior front end and a posterior tail end. Ah. Their digestive system passes straight from mouth to butt. We digest as we move, leaving nutrients like potassium and nitrogen in the soil behind us. Yippee! So So efficient! Worms rule! Yet, despite all the good things worms do for the Earth, earthworms are very underappreciated. People find them scary or gross. Ew! We dig them up, cut them in half, or stomp on them. Admit it, you've killed a worm or two in the past, haven't you? Sorry, I was only four. Well, hopefully, after hearing this episode, your worm-stomping days will be behind you. But what makes earthworms so good for the Earth? How do they get around with no arms or legs? And can a worm bite you? It's time for another whiff of science on... Who smarted? Who smarted? Who 
smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science or history? Listen up, everyone. We make smarting lots of fun. But who's smart? Ho 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 ho! So, if an earthworm has no arms or legs, how does it move? The way it works is this. Earthworms have long muscles that run the entire length of their body and muscles that encircle their bodies, plus little bristles on their skin called setae. The setae help keep them from slipping as they stretch and contract their segmented bodies to push forward or backward through the soil. Sort of how you might move if you were in a sleeping bag and the zipper broke. Speaking of worm bodies, worms must stay damp to survive because they breathe through their skin. <gasps> Weird, right? Earthworms don't have lungs. Our skin's got to stay moist so we can absorb oxygen straight through our skin and into our bloodstream. And to pump all that oxygenated blood to our muscles to move through the soil, we have five hearts. That's a lot of hearts. There's also a lot of worms. Smarty Pants, care to take a guess how many types of worms there are? Are there A, a hundred types, B, a thousand types, C, ten thousand types, or D, hundreds of thousands of types of worms? If you said D, hundreds of thousands of different kinds of worms, then you're right. There's flatworms, tapeworms and flukes, roundworms, hookworms and threadworms. And some of these are parasites who feed on humans or other mammals. We've got five hearts, or six if we're a heartworm living inside a doggy. There's also aquatic worms like horsehair worms, detritus worms, or planaria worms. But the worms we're chatting with today are in the phylum Annelida, segmented worms. And more specifically, Icenia fetida, one of approximately 2,700 species, commonly known as earthworms. We're the best. Of course, I might be biased. Yeah, yeah. earthworms rule. We're, We're the, the coolest. coolest. Cool indeed. In fact, worms are cold-blooded, so they seek out soil that's not too hot and not too cold to regulate their body temperature. Earthworms are also hermaphrodites, which means they all have both male and female reproductive organs. So all worms lay egg capsules. Then, in two to three weeks, between one and five baby worms will hatch from the tiny cocoons. They'll be smaller than an inch long. And oh, so cute! <laughs> they'll reach their full size in about a year. For some, they'll remain little, like an inch. While other worms that live in the United States can grow up to around 14 inches, which is a little longer than an average sheet of loose-leaf paper. But in other parts of the world, some types of earthworms can become enormous. Whoa. Hey, Smarty Pants, can you guess the approximate length of the longest worm ever found? Was it A, as long as a loaf of bread, B, as long as a bathtub, C, as long as a pickup truck, or D, as long as a 747 passenger plane? Well, rest assured, it wasn't the plane. But a South African worm was found that measured 22 feet from tip to tail. Ooh. And 22 feet is longer than a pickup truck. 
which it couldn't drive because it has no arms. But hey, we can regrow our missing segments. I think you'd better explain. What would happen if you were to lose a body part, like an arm or a pinky toe? Well, my Uncle Neil was missing a thumb, but he was still super cool, and he was still super awesome at video games. Humans have to protect all their limbs and digits, because you only get one of each for your entire life. If a worm like me were to accidentally lose my tail, I could just regrow it. <gasps> well, what if you lost your head? My head? I'd rather not find out. While most worm species can regenerate their tails no problem, a few species are capable of regenerating their heads. Uh, that's amazing. Awesome! That's, that's how, how worms stay ahead. ahead! Worms are not immortal, though. Our lifespan is about four to eight years, and we can't always regenerate. In some cases, missing parts won't grow back. The truth is, we have a simple anatomy and a complex job. Sure, you don't have any bones. All the better for wiggling. No noses. Helps us avoid sneezing. <laughs> no ears. What? No teeth. Right. So you can't be bitten by a worm. Really? My little brother was bit by a worm. No, he wasn't. He just said that to get a cookie. Sometimes when it rains, us worms can get all turned around. We might end up on the sidewalk where we do not want to be. Too wet, too dry, too bright. We don't like any of that. So if you ever see a worm out in the open, do us a solid. Toss us back in the dirt. Yeah! Dirt! We love dirt! Because worms are critical to keep our soil healthy, they're also critical to helping our plants thrive and keeping our food and oxygen sources sustainable. You need us! We're your friends! Even our slime is super. It is? Yep, our slime helps keep us moist. Ah, do you remember why worms need to stay moist? Okay, I heard some of you say it. Because that's how they breathe. Through our skin. The slime also contains nitrogen, an important nutrient for plants. And the slime holds soil together in formations called aggregates. Aggregates help keep the soil stable, prevent erosion, ensure greater crop productivity, and even limit CO2 production which helps slow climate change. Whoa. Wow, earthworms really are good for the earth. But here's something interesting. Most of the earthworm species in the United States are not indigenous to North America, which just means they haven't always lived here. So where did they come from? How did they get here? It's not like they could swim across the ocean or inch their way over from Asia. Or is it? Huh? We'll have the answer to this worm mystery right after this quick message. Hey, Smarty Pants, want to know one of my favorite sounds? Here it is. That's the sound I hear when I'm learning a new language with Babbel. And if you want to learn a new language this year, I guarantee it'll be one of your favorite sounds too. Learning a new language has always been on my to-do list, and thanks to Babbel, I can check it off. But it's not just about memorizing words. It's about understanding a culture, connecting with other people on a deeper level, and expanding my horizons. With Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons designed by over 150 language experts, I was able to get the hang of the basics of German in only three weeks. 
Babbel is convenient, effective, and genuinely fun. Best of all, Babbel has equipped me with real-life conversation skills, making it easy to order food, ask for directions, or shop in stores. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology has been a game-changer for my pronunciation, helping me sound like a local, or close to it. Dankeschön, Babbel. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash smarted. Get 50% off at babbel.com slash smarted. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash smarted. Rules and restrictions may apply. This message is sponsored by Greenlight. Hey, parents and guardians, let's talk about something crucial, financial literacy for our kids. It's a conversation that's as important as any other childhood milestone. When I was a kid, I'd earn money doing chores with little to no understanding of what to do next. I'd stash my cash in a piggy bank, but didn't know why. I certainly didn't know much about saving or budgeting. If only Greenlight was around to give me the opportunity for hands-on financial learning. You see, Greenlight is a debit card and money app designed specifically for families. You can send your kids instant money transfers, get real-time notifications of spending, manage chores, and automate allowance, all while they learn how to handle money responsibly. With Greenlight, kids learn about saving for goals, budgeting for their wants and needs, and understanding the value of money. Yep, much better than just sticking money in a piggy bank. So stop putting off the money talk and start putting your kids on the right path. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash smarted. That's greenlight.com slash smarted to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash smarted. Now back to Who's Smarted. Scientists suspect that many of the worm species in North America would have been wiped out by the last ice age more than 11,000 years ago. Which means that the worms that live in the United States now did not originate here. So how did worms from other parts of the world make their way to America? As it turns out, plenty of worms traveled here mostly by ship, hidden away in potted plants or soil being transported to the New World. The British are coming! The British are coming! And so are their worms! Mostly these worms have been helpful vastly benefiting agriculture, and improving our ability to produce food. Hey, would you look at that? These worms helped my garden grow. And it was actually another famous Brit, naturalist Charles Darwin, who confirmed, through 39 years of experimentation, that earthworms were turning the soil, thus making it more fertile. Previously, gardeners thought of worms as pests. Hey, there's a worm in my apple. Ah, but there might not be an apple without that worm. Ah, yeah, right. Okay. Darwin's book, with the exciting title, The Formation of Vegetable Mold Through the Action of Worms with Observations on Their Habits, published in 1881, sold even better during his lifetime than his most famous work, The Origin of the Species. Whoa. Thanks to the work of Darwin, we now know how valuable the squiggly working worms are to our food supply. Worms are still not always welcome, though. What you talking about, narrator? Some ecosystems, like the northern forests of Canada and Alaska, can actually be harmed by worms. These forests require a thick layer of decomposing material, known as duff, 
in order to protect young plants as they grow and to provide a habitat for insects and small creatures like frogs and salamanders. Worms arriving in this ecosystem eat up all the duff and disrupt this forest floor habitat. Hey, it's our job to eat things. But I could see how that could be a problem. When smaller creatures don't survive because they lose their habitat, larger creatures suffer because they lose their food source. It's a cycle of disruption that affects all life in the forest. Wow, who knew a little worm could do so much harm? Earthworm burrows may also have a negative impact on forest geology by impacting the stability of forest terrain, even though these same burrows have a positive effect on your garden. Fine, us worms, we'll stick to gardens. And you humans, stop stomping on us. Deal. A big shout-out to Ruby in Woodland Hills, California. Thanks so much for listening to Who Smarted. This episode, Worms, was written by Libby Ward and voiced by Adam Tex Davis, Max Kamaski, and Jerry Colbert. Technical direction and sound design by Josh Hahn. Who Smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios. Our associate producer is Max Kamaski. These credits were recorded in Shelley Colbert's closet. The theme song is by Brian Suarez, with lyrics written and performed by Adam Tex Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Colbert. This is an Atomic Entertainment production.